0: Lock Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey.
1: Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, it's IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players, with special guest star, Schmoo! And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man!
2: Cheers, greetings, and welcome To IWS Radio, this is the Matt Man coming to you live from the palatial and electoral digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, as always, a man who back in high school was impeached as senior class president for embezzling money from the prom committee fund... But J-Man, bitches!
1: I really think J-Man should run for office. The only thing that might hurt him is his lack of public speaking skills, lack of charisma, lack of any good ideas, and his easily corruptible nature. But he does have good hair, and some people think he's funny. (coughs) So he's got that going for him, eh?
3: Hell yeah.
0: There you got
3: go. Got that got that going for me, I guess. Sure. There's enough for Bob Dole. certainly it's enough for me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Sure. hmm It was a oh, hell oh yeah. hard That's, That's a gorgeous mane right there.
3: That late, late was a great June, head that. of hair <laughs> and a, and a damn funny man too. <clears throat> oh God, hilarious. He had him. He had him rolling in the aisles in the uh, lunch line at yeah. federal prison. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Uh, you know, he claimed to be a democrat. He wasn't a democrat. I don't think he was even a republican. He was a trafficant. Oh, no. That's well, what he was,
3: was. Absolutely.
2: He was a party unto Thank himself.
3: <laughs> That's how I am right there. Got the cough still. I cannot get rid of this I cough, know. man.
2: Not good. You got to get rid of it because, you know, I threatened. I threatened if it doesn't get better, I'm going to contact Nurse Doom and it'll be all um, bad. Uh,
3: <clears throat> if you got any uh, home remedies for a nagging cough, anyone out there, hit us up. Let <laughs> us know. Let sure. underscore I-W-S on Twitter. <laughs> Help a brother out, folks. That's right. I'm sure most people at home are going, you could shut up. That'd help. <laughs> oh,
0: God.
2: Now, who would think that? Come on, man.
3: Uh, well, a few people here and there, I guess. <clears throat> but other than that cough, I'm doing fine. That's good. Except for the uh, the nagging little uh, Cough and the little, the little tingling at the back of the throat that causes the cough. You know, that oh little feeling God. like you got it something back there. You just kind of <coughs> trying to get rid of it, and I mm-hmm. can't.
2: I don't know that I've experienced that, but okay. A <laughs> tingling thing in the back of the
0: throat. Hey, you're, you're missing
3: out, dude. You're missing out.
2: Uh-huh. You could always gargle with salt water. You know that. That'd be all
3: right. I've actually thought about it. I've considered it. But
2: sure. Or peroxide.
3: I, yeah, I'd rather live.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point.
3: <clears throat> mm-hmm. so how you doing, Matt? How's everything going with you?
0: Oh. Uh, It was a
2: pretty busy week at the Beer Mine, conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road here in Bagwine, Ohio, and it, it turned cool, very cool here in Bagwine this week, about Thursday, and then this morning I went up to the Beer Mine about 11 o'clock to get that pre-show monster, you know, get that juju in me,
0: mm-hmm. ooh,
2: chilly, ooh. <clears throat> wasn't dressed appropriately. I oh, shouldn't no.
0: have gone up
2: there. I shouldn't yeah. have gone up there in my underwear.
0: But... <laughs>
2: <laughs> now I had
0: a sweatshirt now and Now you'll catch on. A cold.
2: I know. I had a sweatshirt and pants on and all that, and still, it was tough on the oh. old bone. Oh. But I got to say hi. To, yep. Got my monster, got some cigarettes, got some beer for the day, and said hi to Big Daddy Jelani and his brother Ahmad. I even told um, Ahmad Guten Morgen, because he lives in Germany. <laughs> he picked right up on it. He and yeah, a, well, and right I started yeah, he and I started conversing in a little bit of German, you know, as best I could. And it was fun mm-hmm. because it kind of set old uh, Big Daddy off on his feet. He, he's not used to that. You know, they like to talk in Arabic and freak me out. Wow, well, Ahmad and mm-hmm. I, yeah, we put the screws to
3: <coughs> Allen. will little we'll payback there.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So take that.
3: Daddy. So uh, so Big Daddy Allen's uh, brother chose the country with uh, universal health care. a smart move on his part, huh? Yep,
2: yeah, yeah, pretty much.
3: <laughs> and you know, Oktoberfest.
2: God, yeah, what's not to like about that? That's worth living in Germany on its own.
3: And legalized prostitution. If you're into that sort of thing,
2: yeah, if you're into it, and if you are that's fine, we're judgment free zone here,
3: oh yeah oh, yeah, whatever you know whatever you whatever you like,
2: hey, if it's legal and you like it, have at it, baby,
3: even if it's and then, illegal and you like it and you're not hurting anybody, then eh,
2: and yeah. you're not hurting anyone <coughs> exactly, damn right. And then I was scolded by one Alan J Man because the drawer was off yesterday.
0: Hmm. How far? Six cents.
3: <laughs> yeah. Outrageous.
2: And I know it was. And of course he and because he worked yesterday too. So I asked him, "What, what did you do?" Yeah. And he said, "No, what did you do?" And I said, <clears throat> I'm rubber, you're glue It bounces off me and sticks to you It sure sticks buddy.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> Each of you put in three oh. pennies
0: And said, it'll be okay <laughs>
2: Yes. Actually, I have to thank old uh, Alan We got some samples from our wine rep the other day And I'll be imbibing one at the bottom of the second hour during the good, the badness of it. It's been chilling that all excellent. night. <clears throat> yeah. It's something Bum Wine Bob would like to get his hands on.
0: Oh.
3: Yes. Nice. Well maybe you were uh, maybe it was you. Maybe you were a little uh, a little distracted, a little worried fat and Irish yesterday you off a little bit. Oh. Yes.
2: Oh God. I flipped to oh, the yeah. Notre Dame game
0: no,
2: for about two minutes, J Man, and I quickly went back to Georgia LSU. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh.
0: <laughs>
2: because as you and I discussed yesterday on Twitter, I prefer not to watch Notre Dame while I'm at work so as to not to cuss out the customers.
3: Oh yeah, I don't want to seem a little, you know, too stressed out. <clears throat> and, and as you
2: know, good. I talked to Mick Doris yesterday, yesterday morning, and because he, he wanted to know if uh, Notre Dame would cover the twenty-one point five point spread, and I said, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> and I threw some stats back at Mick right away, didn't
3: I? He did. He threw some stats about Notre Dame versus Pitt. Yep. In uh, in South Bend and everything. Oh, yeah. (coughs) He was impressed.
2: Oh, boy. I'm glad he he thought so.
3: Yeah, but they pulled
2: out a nail-biter, 1914.
3: Yeah. Hey, you know what? Winning is what counts.
2: That's right.
3: So maybe next weekend will be
2: Navy. He'll beat Navy 12-7. to
0: seven.
3: <laughs> You know, on a day when you don't have your best stuff, maybe a trap game for you, pull yeah. it out anyway. That's the mark of a champion right there.
2: That's right. When you win ugly, you know you've That's got right. a good team.
3: <laughs> Unlike, say, if you're, uh, I don't know, Georgia or West Virginia. Uh-huh. Miami you can get caught by those trap games Auburn, yeah, oh, poor Auburn,
2: who'd Miami lose to
3: poor poor, I never Miami lost to a very bad Virginia team. There's no more red lights for Notre Dame to get to the playoff here. With well they or, got Navy?
2: They still have they
3: Navy. Got, uh, <coughs> they they'll always, be favored. Always struggle
2: so, with Navy. I know.
3: They'll, well, everybody struggles with the, the triple option because you don't you don't work against it against anybody else.
2: Yeah, but here's the <clears> thing, <throat> Jay. Man, Notre Dame struggles with it every year. They've been playing them for five thousand years. You would think you could. Yeah, but it's
3: it's college, and, you know, you got new players every year. Oh, brother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That'll
3: be okay. They'll be okay. They're going to be heavily favored in every game the rest of the way. Just take care of business. And uh, we could be looking at Notre Dame, Alabama, in the national championship game, and we know how well that turned out last time. That's right.
2: Hey, Notre Dame beat them in the second (laughs) half. Of course, Alabama had their 13 men by then, so... uh,
0: Uh
3: Alabama had Jim Bob Cooter playing quarterback for them.
0: Yep.
3: (laughs) with a beer in one hand.
2: Who had just just the day before probably come back from Tommy John surgery, you know. Get him a few reps before the next season. (laughs) Oh, brother.
3: <laughs> Getting him out there so his mom and dad can see him in
2: Alabama exactly. uniforms. Yeah. I wonder if he had a good-looking girlfriend. You know, like uh, what's he
0: his did. name?
2: So Brent Musburger <clears> could <throat> hey, drool Jay. all over. Yeah, and McCarran. Right.
3: Yeah. You know, everybody look for Jim Bob's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, she was
2: my probably, God, look at, it, she was, look at his girlfriend's mom. Whoa.
3: <laughs> yeah, she was probably there in the crowd in a crop top and uh, Daisy Dukes and cowgirl boots.
2: Sure. Hell, yeah. And on the back of her Daisy Dukes, it said, open for business.
3: <laughs> and a MAGA hat. <clears throat>
0: and a ma- hat. Yeah. <laughs> of course
2: <laughs> <sighs> uh, Yeah, Notre Dame probably be number four When the rankings come out tonight Later today, whenever
3: uh, mm-hmm. We'll be ahead of them Alabama, Clemson
2: And Ohio State <clears throat> Ohio State they were not impressive. They didn't crush Minnesota. And Minnesota is not that good. Yeah. I mean, they had a winning record, but they hadn't played anybody.
3: Oh, My Ohio State hadn't played anybody either.
2: Well, that's true. Well, no, come on. They tussled with Tulane.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the green wave, J-Man.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, they battled <laughs> it out with Tulane.
2: All right. How'd your teams do? You know well, we mentioned the LSU and Arizona State.
3: Uh, well, I don't know how Arizona State did this week, actually. Oh. Did Arizona State play this week? I don't know. But uh, LSU, the uh, the Bengal Tigers, the LSU put the beat down on Georgia
2: no, in God, Athens. Was great. Yes. Wasn't even close.
3: No, never, never even close.
2: In fact, uh, a guy I know, nice guy, <clears throat> he always comes to the drive-through almost every day, including Saturdays. He never came through yesterday, Jay. Man, he's a big bulldog fan, fan of Georgia. Huh. Never saw him. I hope but, he's okay. You know, <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, I'm, I was worried about the K-Man last night, you know. Oh, well, that's right,
0: yeah.
3: He was on Facebook, the dogs were getting ready to kick some tiger butt, and then I uh, yep. eh, didn't hear from him. A lot of people commented, yeah. but uh, he didn't, didn't seem to yeah. respond to I left
2: him. a comment for him. Tried to comfort him. I, I left a comment that said, very unfortunate.
0: Um, yeah.
3: Huh. huh uh, I also don't know. I have no idea how how LSU lost to Florida, unless they were just looking ahead to that Georgia game and thought they.
4: Well, you
2: know,
5: Jay man, every every game you can't judge a game to game. Every game has different dynamics.
2: Yeah,
3: that's what I hear. Yeah, true.
5: And weather conditions,
2: variables, intangible.
3: Man, I tell you, losing to uh, Florida. If they had lost yesterday to Georgia, cause, and they're going to lose to Alabama next week, oh, three yeah. straight losses, ooh, Coach O would have been in trouble. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. don't put up with that down there in the bio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and
2: and shout out to, to our...
3: Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, just quick shout out to our, our good friend, Warrior Cat. You know, she's a pretty big LSU fan.
2: Or a senior <laughs> resident LSU fan.
3: That's right. Grew up down there. Lives down there in Texaco now, but...
0: Yeah. I grew up.
3: He was born on the bayou.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I was glad to see Michigan put a hurt on the badgers. Notre Dame yeah, fans wants we Michigan to win the rest win win out. Makes them makes the resume look better.
0: <clears throat> oh yeah.
3: Yep, yeah, especially if Michigan were to beat Ohio State, I'm just saying. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm just saying maybe Notre Dame should beat three and Ohio State four since uh Penn State lost again.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, to – Michigan State, of all people. And we know what a fraud they are. And we know what a they fraud They are the
2: always a fraud. Yep. Both of those teams, you are correct. This is
5: the year, J-Man.
2: <laughs> or, or not. <laughs> or not. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's your uh, college football wrap-up. Portion of the show. There you go. The
3: hey, impromptu.
2: <laughs> Although, Jamie, one last sale. College football, Division Three. I believe they're ranked 12th. Here's the Bagwine's Zodan, very Wittenberg University. Nice. On six and 0 oh now in Division Three football.
3: And I'm sure uh, Bionic Bill is cheering them on. Yeah.
2: And if Bionic Bill's listening, he probably just said, Oh, Jesus Christ, Mahoney, you just jinxed Because I did in the basketball <laughs> tournament last year. They were undefeated and I said, You go go Tigers Yeah, they lost uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, anyway, well. These things happen. What else went
3: on this week, Jay? Man, anything of interest? Well, I tell you important? what, I think uh, <clears throat> I think that a uh, an African American lady was uh, hitting on me at Walmart this week, man. Really? Yeah, I tell you what happened. Oh uh,
0: boy!
3: <clears throat> I was there. I was looking, you know, I was there getting some uh, muffin mix so I could have some uh, lemon oh. poppy seed muffins. Sure. Breakfast one day. <laughs> and uh tell you what, this uh African American lady was also right there. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize she was behind me. And I got the ones I wanted, I turned around and she was right there and I said, Oh, excuse me real quick, like you know, being because I'm a very considerate guy, you know.
2: Oh sure. You're a true a southern gentleman.
3: Southern gentleman, absolutely. Much like Robert E. Lee. To the southern gentleman. Continue. But <laughs> anyway, I said, I said, excuse me. And she says, oh, no, you're fine, honey. But in my mind, she said, oh, you fine, honey.
0: <laughs> you're fine. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh-huh. Well, of course. That's right. And you know like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Once you so go, Jay, you cool. never
2: go away. <laughs>
3: that's what I keep trying to tell them. None of them <laughs> listen.
0: <laughs> I
3: know. So, anyway, that's pretty much the highlight of my week. Mm. Well,
2: that's
0: a good
2: highlight. Yeah. Like i mean having friendly in, interaction in, yeah. with a stranger. It's always a good time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's there's so much hate and divisiveness in America these days.
3: Right. And you know I'm a people person, so.
2: Oh, I know. You should work at Hudson's.
3: At the people-pleasing place.
2: Exactly. Let me double-bag that for you, honey.
0: (laughs) You need help with those? (laughs)
2: Here let me taste your potato chips Make sure they're fresh <laughs> and Then I'll ring them
0: up <laughs> yep. All
2: right.
3: Every woman who buys tuna I like to just <clears throat> My tongue Uh huh Don't say anything. Don't say anything, Jake. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything.
2: No. (laughs) You know, we talked about uh, a couple years ago, we talked about the tuna salad that Schmoop made me. uh,
0: Yes, we did. We did. (laughs) She's never
2: forgiven us for that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't quite find it as funny as we did.
2: (laughs) No, not at all. Uh And by the way, that's the only drawback of this week I have a broken wife, Jay, man Oh,
0: no
2: She needs a back brace Oh, no Oh, yeah She needs Nurse Doom to come over and tell her she has scoliosis or something.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, she's not moving too well. In fact, she was putting up a fight about doing the toilet talk with Tiny Head later because it might take her about 15 minutes to sit down.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
2: <laughs> she's not well. <laughs> At least she's off today.
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah. She's had this back feed. problem for a
2: while now. Well, uh, yeah. The deli can and do going, some huh? back problems. Oh, my God. The entire deli staff is nothing but a team of walking wounded. Good God. God. Schmoo's the only one not on prescription pain meds, I think. <laughs>
0: Got a four dollar <laughs> tip. Last night. That
3: yeah, but she probably does need to be wearing a back brace at work. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: I'm sure. Oh, I got a four dollar tip to... last night.
3: Uh, right at the end of the well, oh, I'm sorry. Good, good for you, Matt. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't realize uh-huh. we were quickly I... gonna go back to talking about you. <laughs>
2: well well we were talking about Snoop and She went to the bathroom, so I lost interest.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: four dollar tip from one person, huh?
2: From one person.
3: Nice. Because you know, some people could go a whole shift and only get four dollars total in tips.
2: I know. I got to let her know about it too. <laughs>
3: I mean, some people even put the tip jar right in front of the face of the customers and still don't get tips.
2: Uh Uh-huh. That's true. I had a a discussion about that with one of my customers, and we laughed.
0: That was a good time. (laughs)
3: Anything else exciting, spectacular, amazing happen?
2: Well other than being on the Howard Stern show, no, not really.
0: Okay. What? Oh that's right. We, we were, were on the Howard, on the Stern, Howard
2: Stern show, show J Man, ladies and gentlemen.
3: We were. Believe it or not, folks, we were we were on the Howard Stern show. Howard Not only on, and,
2: we were featured
3: on the Howard uh, Stern Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yep. But, um, uh, back uh, back in January, we uh talking about uh, the Super Bowl. And uh, yep. one of the people from Howard Stern Show called us and was on the show. And we uh, shot the breeze with him a little. Uh-huh. And we uh, were featured on the show. Took a long time yeah. for him to play it for some reason.
2: Yeah, I know. I found that odd. Yeah. uh do
3: you, do do we want to play that right now?
2: What the hell? Why not? Because we have a, you know, irregular show schedule this this week.
3: Sure. Uh well here we were. Here we are when uh Richard Christie from Howard Stern calls our show. And then Howard Stern Clipped it all out of our show.
0: You know.
4: We took all of these drops and see what we could do. Yeah, it was Richard. He said it was a difficult phony phone call to pull off, but he pulled it off. Here he is. This is called Rusty and his buddies called the Internet Sports Show. Philadelphia Eagles or New
0: England Patriots. Who are you rooting for? I can believe this Hey guys, how's it going? Good. I'm Thank rooting
4: you. for the Eagles all the way. Go Eagles! How about you? here on the line. This is Rusty, and I'm actually here with a bunch of my buddies. We're watching a replay of that Eagles Vikings game. It's freaking awesome. Here, some of my buddies are going crazy. Can you hear them? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. My buddies sure are passionate about football. football yeah. Yeah. We okay. Oh, sick. God, see, you do not want to get on our bad side.
2: No. All right, we are giving you, we are giving you a warning here. It's not in end well for you. That's right. So don't, don't, uh, don't mess with us. Glad we got that out of so, the way. Anyway,
4: now we got somebody else that wants to talk to us. We're going to the Super Bowl. Eagles. I'm about to bust my nuts. Oh shit! I'm fucking the bitch. Boy,
0: that's a celebration. Don't.
2: Don't push us. Well, there's somebody who wants to talk to us. I'm not picking
4: it up. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> this a different area, again. 3 Oh, call. my buddy and his grandma just showed up. Uh, there are huge. He uh, 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 Take uh, it, uh, you old fucking
0: hag. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Get the hell out you. of here. Uh, yeah. Bastard. Yep. Yeah.
4: In honor of the
0: Philadelphia Eagles, here is Walking on Thin Ice by
4: Yoko Ono. Thanks nice for listening, guys. i tell you, the most mind-blowing part of that phony phone call is that they're playing Yoko. Never there heard...
0: are Yoko
4: fans, and we finally found them. I never heard anyone on radio break into Walking on Thin Ice by Yoko Ono. You know what was also funny about that call when he said, believe it or not, we have a phone call? Yeah, that's great, isn't it?
3: You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the Internet at iwsradio.com. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go.
0: Yeah.
3: There you go. And as uh, you might have noticed at the very end right there, the most important part of the whole thing was what Howard Stern said. That's great. And it, Yeah. you liked us, Matt. Oh, I know. And uh, you're welcome, Howard. You know, I know you, you guys obviously needed content, and we were here for you.
2: Yeah, we were. <laughs> Must have been a slow day, Monday or Tuesday, whenever it was. I think it was Tuesday, Man. Was wasn't yeah.
3: it? Yeah, it was Tuesday morning when uh, our good friend Irene up there yeah. in in Maine posted on Facebook that she heard us yeah. on Howard Stern. Yeah.
1: And then
2: later that afternoon, our buddy Nurse Doom gave me another heart attack, J-Man, when uh, Nurse Doom, who never actually called me over the phone, called me about ten after one. I saw her number pop up, and I'm going, oh, my God, what now? Something's happened bad, bad. I almost drove off the road. I heard you and Jay on the Howard Stern show. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Glad we
0: could help you out, guys. And thanks for listening. Dick Christie. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. shout out to everyone there. Part yeah. of the Howard Stern shows probably listening today. Oh sure. And, uh, let us know. We're we're open to uh to more collabs if you uh if you'd like to. Let us know. We're here for you. Uh-huh.
0: uh-huh.
3: <laughs>
2: And thanks to uh, Dick Christie and the Howard Stern Show for embellishing the success of my uh-huh. uh, call.
3: <laughs> right. They had to do some pretty heavy editing.
2: Yeah, yeah, since we hung up on him three times, I believe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. What but whatever. But we
2: like that. We like that kind of interaction. We're
0: not averse Sure.
3: Yep, that's going on the old resume right there. Right. On. just
2: Stern. like the Facebook banner, J Man, IWSRadio.com, as heard on the Howard Stern Show.
0: Howard Stern Show. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
3: So anyway, that was uh, that was kind of an exciting Tuesday for us. Very exciting. And uh, oh, and then I had a, a controversy erupted on Facebook late in the week. Oh, good.
2: Oh yes, you did. So, well,
3: actually, it erupted on it erupted on Twitter first, and yes. uh, I moved it over to Facebook to get a a, a wider sampling of
0: opinions.
3: And uh, and was you know, I was my opinion was validated, so it all worked out great. <clears throat> when I asked folks <laughs> there, uh, if they would, when they go to K- at KFC, do they prefer extra crispy or original recipe? And uh, extra crispy was the big winner, big, big, big winner. I mean, there were a few savages in there who went with, you know, bland, boring people mm-hmm. who don't want their fried chicken to be crunchy. Uh, right. But for the most part, I think it was like 17 to 6 was the final tally.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But, uh, <laughs> crunchy over original, so.
2: But some people didn't play by the rules, did they, J-Man? That's the problem with no, well,
0: no, that's,
2: that's how that, like one has, that, that, that happens
3: on Facebook. On Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tried to keep it simple for them. Only had two options. Yeah. People showed up and, and oh, one restaurant, but they have and barbecue. one
2: chicken place. One <laughs> chicken place yeah. and two
3: options. Right. And people were like, oh, but they have hot honey. Oh, oh but they have barbecue chicken. That oh, wasn't an option. And then that somebody comes an along option. and they're talking about Bojangles and their dirty yeah. brown rice. Right. <clears throat> that wasn't an option. Got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing against dirty rice, because I like well, it. Oh, no. Fat, you know what I'm saying?
2: But you specifically <laughs> mentioned KFC, original or crispy. Go.
0: Right. No
2: intangibles, nothing. Pick one or the other. Right. Just like when I posted that poll. It's can... not a poll. It was just a simple question. Why is it that I know all these Elizabeths or best? <laughs> Why is their middle name Anne? Ann? What happened, J-Man?
3: People had, well, first there was a discussion about Anne with an E versus Anne without an E. Yes. <laughs> and then, of course, people you know came along and thought, well, my middle name's Beth, but my first name is Mary or Julie or something like that.
0: Was that it's, even pertinent know. to the
2: question at hand? No,
3: no, no, no. Well, my
2: middle name's Sue. I don't give a hell about what your middle name is.
0: Oh, God. I was just, oh, boy. <sighs>
2: I'm like, well, I know I will, but right now I'm saying I'm never posting something like that again. Chicken questions, middle name questions, mayo questions.
3: Uh-huh. Oh, and, of course, my uh, I posted, you know, the link to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And who I voted for, and instead I know. of people just clicking the link and voting for who they want to vote for, they bitched up a storm about my voting for Janet Jackson, and Stevie Nicks. I know. And of course it was, and of course it was women, because women don't support women.
0: Good Lord. God. And Janet Jackson is well, well, in wrestling. Well, neither
3: was going Oh God. Gee. Stevie Nicks is already in. Well. Eric Clapton's in three times. Did you pitch about that? No, you didn't. Sexist.
0: Who's he all
2: in (laughs) with? Probably himself, cream and who else?
3: The yardbirds.
2: Yardbirds, yeah, there you
3: go. Who didn't deserve to be in anyway? What? Anyway. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Matt, we've got a we've got a
0: call. Oh
2: my god, we we have a caller.
0: Oh, oh, this could be anything.
2: Well, they don't have their hand up, J-Man. Oh well, it went
3: away. It. Yeah. Okay, now when you call Two, in, if you want to talk to us, you need to hit press 1. BTR won't tell you that, but we will because we tell you the truth and we're honest right. about things.
0: So 267, if you're still
2: listening and want to call in, call in. And uh, when you're prompt, when uh, the British lady stops speaking, just hit 1. And she'll say, you are now in the host queue. Very fa- very fancy. Very royal. Regal. Anyway. Well, there you go. Well, J-Man, I'll tell you what, I just took a look, and my God, we've got a pretty good chat room going here today.
3: We got a sexy, sexy, sexy chat room. Yes, so sexy! I had to do. say it three time.
2: <laughs> very sexy, sexiest chat room ever.
3: Brilliant. Lots of people with really big, really really big, brains in there. Yes.
2: Yeah. And then we, got Dan, a bunch we of have. Um, oh yeah, we got like four guests. Uh, I don't know who they are, and the guests don't know who each other are, nor do our Real people know who they are. And by real people, I mean guests, come on. We don't know who you are. But there's a way that we could know exactly who you are.
0: There is? Oh, wow. Jay Mandy,
2: Yeah, Yeah. These guests could register at BTR, set up an account with their name. It doesn't have to be their name. And they could uh, sign in and get an account, and they could participate in the chat room. And, it, and the best thing is, J-Man, during this midterm season, it is free, fast, and easy. Just like your hosts,
3: ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how anybody could turn that down. Exactly. Goodness
2: and with that, one of the guests dropped off. It was probably the 267 person.
0: <laughs>
2: I don't know. But yeah, guest, register. And we had one pop back on. So guest, register at uh, BTR. And you can register through Facebook or your Twitter account if you'd like, most times. uh, Sign up. Host your own show, even. They can set up their own show. show.
3: We'll call in and uh, shoot the breeze with them on their
0: show. Promote their show. Stuff like that.
2: Oh, sure. We'll promote it here on the Flamethrower airwaves of IWS, as heard on the Howard. On the Stern Howard show. Stern
0: show. Exactly.
2: <laughs> so if you start and your own we'll, uh, show and we promote it, you not only get us, you get Howard Stern. There you got unless that creeps you That's out. The big thing Well.
3: <laughs> and the other thing is, when you uh, <laughs> sign in through your Twitter or Facebook account, you can share the show. I know. With friends and family.
2: Sure. And who wouldn't want to do that? Because as we always say, J-Man, sharing is caring.
3: Mm-hmm. It most mm-hmm. certainly
0: is.
2: Yes. And we we also have a bevy of regulars in there, J-Man.
0: Ooh, yeah.
2: Yeah, a bunch of smiling faces, especially uh, right there at the top. Our senior, ladies and gentlemen, our senior... Domestic foreign, or er, senior domestic correspondent, one Mr. Bringing the Cheese, Bobby Kraft. Yeah.
3: Yep. Good old Bobby.
2: And you uh, may or may not hear from him later. This could be an ongoing uh, joke on the IBS <laughs> <iOS> radio show.
3: <laughs> yep. You might hear from him. Bobby, we'll see how things
0: go.
2: Yeah, Bobby Bobby has had something to say for three weeks, and it just hasn't quite made it to the air.
0: But, uh, <laughs> he's
2: ready to go, should we need him. And then, ladies and gentlemen, if you, uh, in the bizarro the bizarre world, Bobby Kraft, you have our senior foreign correspondent, one guy on the dick. Uh-huh. Parts unknown, Parts unknown. probably laying in bed in front of a fireplace with Stella, sipping on some hiney's. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Living the life.
2: Yeah. And if he were to call in, he'd be sitting there in Amsterdam in front of a fire and say he's in Yemen, covering the hmm. Then, of course, J-Man. One who has become our mysterious favorite. The lovely, the innocuous, jaded as me, is in the his
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: International person of mystery there.
2: She is. She or he is. Either way, that person is sexy with that name. And then... On a lesser <laughs> day, man.
3: The <laughs> well, more unfortunate. No?
2: Yes, a man who would probably show up to the polls ten times, ten times on election day if it was a bill easing the law on voyeurism. One, <clears throat> Mr. Pervin Irvin. And yeah, the Pervin Pur- hey, Maybe I don't love him and he wants you to love him trust me
0: <clears throat>
2: he wants to love you full force and then J-Man
0: keeps going downhill
3: doesn't it
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as we roll towards and the bottom of the hill Miss Sue. And that's not yeah. that's
3: not Sioux City, Sue. No. Her hair is blonde and eyes are blue either.
2: <coughs>
3: nope. Well, that's Canadian, Sue.
2: Judging us, judging you, judging all of you. Yep. Wagging her fingers. Shaking her
3: head in bitter disappointment. Yeah.
2: yeah. He subjects herself to this, but we appreciate it nonetheless.
3: Yeah, glad you're here, I guess.
2: Oh, sure. So, there you go. We have got a virgin chat room all set up for our guest at 10 after 1.
3: Yeah. It's exciting.
2: Well, to get busy with it.
3: So, let's so. move
2: on. Let's move on to some, ooh, well, Jay. Man, hold on.
3: Hold on, man. Yeah.
2: I just noticed something. We
3: just. Yeah, I did too.
2: Did you catch that? Yeah, I didn't see her at first. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, also in the chat room, our favorite Canadian, our Canadian bureau chief of the IWS Radio Show, the uber lovely and talented. Miss Jamie Maple
0: Leaf <clears throat> Jamie Maple Leaf Breathing naked Needs the sheep
4: Her up. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Lock
0: her up. <laughs> oh my God. What the hell did you do,
4: Jamie?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your fans have turned against you, Jamie. Your fans and Michael Flynn, uh-huh. which I find <clears throat> iconic. That he's
0: uh-huh.
2: talking about locking people up. God, Jamie. I mean, I know Jay and I, and you and I have our differences at times, and you can be a nag, but I don't think you nor I have ever called for her to be locked up, Jay. Man,
3: no, 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 no. We've, we've, we yeah, I mean, we've talked about the possibility of putting handcuffs on her.
2: <laughs> well, yes, but that's not in a bad way.
3: <laughs> not right. That's you know only you know if she agreed to that. Oh
0: goodness.
2: Exactly. And fur lined at that, of course.
0: For <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. I'll be good to hell.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have to, so I have to tell us about that sometime. I yeah. <laughs> was glad you're with us, Jamie, and not in jail. So.
0: All right. All right. So th- that was uh, an
3: extended witty banter and uh, chat room session that we did there, and it was a good one.
2: It was. Good it was pretty good. Stuff there. Out of nothing came something. Good. It's like we're phoenixes or something.
3: <laughs> what? Hmm. Do we uh, do know. we have a uh, do, we, do we have a sponsor? I mean, if you're gonna do something that good, it should be sponsored, don't you think?
2: Well, we don't have one. Wait a minute, Jay man we do. And just like Witty Banter in the chat room, the sponsor's a bit extended this week. Runs about a shade over a tickle over three minutes long. So, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) catch your breath, massage your funny bone, and uh, take it away, our Witty Banter chat room sponsor of the week. Are your election poll numbers slumping quicker than the Arkansas Razorback football program? Did you just have compromising pictures of you and an underage teenager surface in the newspapers prior to early voting beginning? Well, don't fret, Mr. or Mrs.
5: Candidate. The IWS Radio Stupid Pack is here to help. Just listen to these testimonials.
1: Hi. Hi. My name is Shirley Fassenred, and a couple of months ago, I was but a novice candidate running for the 6th Senate District in Iowa. My poll numbers were barely visible, and the poll numbers of my opponent, Charlie Hassenfeffer's numbers, were off the charts. And then, I contacted the IWS Radio Stupid Pack, and they leveled the political playing field for me by redefining both me and my opponent. And now, Shirley Fast and Reddy's poll numbers are going up, 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 and Charlie Horseshit Spreaders are limp and flaccid. Thanks, IWS Stupid Pack. See you in the State House.
5: And there's this one. Howdy, y'all. My name is Earl Ray Massey, and back in August 16, I was running for a seat on the Waverly High Village Council. I didn't have much of a campaign fund of which to speak of, and my chances of getting elected were in some dire straits. But only a week and a half before the election day, the weekly Waverly Gazette and Shoppers News had me down nearly 40 votes to incumbent council member Myrtle Jean Acheson. Well, a friend of mine turned me on to the IWS Radio Stupid Pack, and within hours, Jay and Matt were down here working out of my basement, conducting what they call a push poll, by phone to all eligible voters asking, if you knew that Myrtle Jean Atchison once ogled a black man, would you be less likely to vote for her for village council? And when the results were in on election day, I had gone from 40 votes down to winning the seat 255 to 168. I'll be forever grateful to the IWS Radio Stupid Pack and to Jay and Matt. You'll always have a seat at the table of our post-council meeting potluck. So, if your campaign is blowing in the wind like Donald Trump's hair, contact the IWS
2: Radio Stupid Pack today. Call us up at 661-244-9852, extension one
5: and ask for the IWS Stupid Pack,
2: where we're big enough to win, yet small enough to care. Yeah, baby. We got your back. Hell Don't yeah. we, J-Man?
3: We most certainly yeah. do.
2: You know, yeah. J-Man, it's funny.
3: Great sponsor. Great we- sponsor, Matt. Good job.
2: Yeah, well, thanks. Well, we weren't going to have a sponsor until this week on Twitter. I saw that BTR recommended that sometimes to add Um, to your show, you could enhance it by adding audio clips.
3: Yeah. Wow. (laughs) What a crazy idea, right?
2: Yeah, I know. And I was nervous and all that. And I said, by golly, this time I'm going to take their advice.
3: Yeah. We're gonna do exactly what they what they say to do and see how it works out.
2: Sure. Oh, and J Man, during our uh show, while our show sponsor was sponsoring, Smoop reminded me of something uh, sad that happened recently here in Bagwan. Judge Electric oh, what? has a, Judge Electric has retired.
0: Oh no. Yes. Yeah. So
2: I think Smoop and I have to get remarried all over again.
0: I think that's the law. Yeah, does
3: this does this nullify your uh your, yeah, your marriage? I don't but know. here's the yeah.
0: here's
2: my quandary. Do I want to? Does she want to?
0: <laughs> if this is
2: announced to both had- of us or one of us, we're taking
3: it. Because <laughs> yeah. if you had it to do all over again, you might. It's the best you can say, right?
2: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but here's the Judge Electric who has served 8,000 years. And we wish him well because I think it was over health concerns.
0: Oh, well, I don't like that.
2: Nah, but, and he's a good guy, just not very (laughs) (laughs) fanatic.
3: And as he pulled in and, uh, Party Marty's house He <laughs> stood there and looked at him and said Who do we know who drives a Cadillac God <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Oh God Good times uh-huh. so, There you go Well that was a pretty good half of the show We really didn't prepare for it My God just think if we did I know. Holy hell.
3: That would have been crazy. I know. That college football talk should should probably, be, you know, featured on I don't know, Jim Rome.
2: Yeah.
3: And maybe and
2: he could re- something like that. Yeah. Or again on the Howard uh, Stern show and they could once again refer to us as the internet sports show. <laughs> So anyway Well ladies and gentlemen We have a We allegedly have a guest Warming up in the bullpen To come on about ten after one So J-Man It's close enough to the top of the hour Yeah Would you you like to go into our two songs?
3: Yeah let's do this Let's get this done with, and that way we could be fully prepared for our wonderful guest who we're
0: very excited about.
2: Yeah, or slightly prepared, even would be good. Buddy Acapella, take us away.
0: The
3: music is atrocious, the lyrics are weak. Time for
0: Jay
4: and Matt's Picks for Worst Song for the Week.
0: Hey!
3: All right. Yes. Huh. Well, I'll go first this week. What do you
0: say? All right, that's fine. Hit test. Hold on. Pick.
2: What is there a Mormon at your door?
3: Okay. No, well okay. our guest responded to someone's comment on our Facebook post this morning.
0: So. Really? Yes.
3: Yes. Alright.
2: Was it snarky? I hope it was.
3: Oh no, 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 no. It was, no, no, it was a it was a very dignified gubernatorial type response. Really. Okay. Yeah.
0: Good.
3: All right. So, back to the bad song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
3: fine. <hard. coughs> My bad song is Ohio-related. And it's a bad song. No, it's a bad song, not just because it's, well, bad song. It's also a bad song because it's it's, it's, it's a silly idea. It's it, They're singing about something that I don't know why anybody would want to do. So yeah. here is El- Electric Six from Ohio. It's ridiculous. Who would need to escape from the great state of Ohio, the only state with a pennant for a flag instead of the traditional rectangular shaped flag.
0: Uh-huh.
3: I don't get it. In
2: the sawd Saul- in the sawed off dome of a state house. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. That
2: is. You know the funny story about that. Well I guess it's funny now. There was going to be a dome on the Ohio State House, you know, much like any other state house dome, but it was during the Civil War, and they ran out of money, so they just left it like that. You know, that's frugal. Uh-huh. That that yeah. oh, that's yeah. good money management right there.
3: That, that's all about priorities.
2: Exactly. Actually, the inside of the state house is pretty nice, but that oh god, the outside looks like a. I don't well, it just looks stupid. <clears throat> and plus the Ohio State House cafeteria is nowhere near as good as the one in West Virginia. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> that cafeteria rocks. You can get eight pounds of macaroni cheese and ham for three fifty in that state house cafeteria and it's good. <laughs>
0: what I'm
3: talking about right there, man.
2: Exactly. I was down there three and a half months lobbying for a health care bill, staying out of a hotel. I only had to eat once a day, and I still gained 10 pounds while I was down there. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leave Ohio. Well, go ahead and leave. Fine. We don't yeah. need
0: you. A well, hike. okay, Make man, my bad. <laughs> oh, there
2: you go Or West God, Or Ke- Kentucky Ooh. <laughs> Or Pences, Indiana Yeah, go on Get out of here I suggest if you are going to leave Ohio Go north, straight north And go to Canada okay? right. There you go J-Man, my bad song It's a campaign song And,
0: and it has an unfortunate lyric
2: in it But it's one of the truly great Americans of all time,
0: and uh,
2: I forget who sings it, Sam somebody, I think. I was going to say Sam Elliott, but I'm sure it's not Sam Elliott. Um, (laughs) To take it away, whoever, and praise this great American through the bars of a rhyme.
4: Are you going to vote for the be the next president in these troubles sometimes? Someone who is as strong as David If has love for hearts, that's fine I know somewhere there's gotta be somebody Who can do it day after day Oh, let me tell you, I think it's George Wallace He can do her all of the way Gonna vote for George Wong. Ah, yes. Now our nation is still the greatest in the world from the mountains on down to the sea. All it needs is a one great leader to keep her milk and honey running free. It's time America holds herself together and elects someone who really can.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> well,
2: shout out to GCW there
0: Yeah
3: That song is as bad as George Wallace was <laughs> uh-huh.
2: But it says he stands up for the people, J-Man Which I thought was rather unfortunate
3: <laughs> Yeah, that was you know that's a little uh, Yeah Insensitive
2: Yeah Oh, boy <laughs>
0: Oh, she's great American, right there. Yeah. So,
3: all right then. <clears throat> so, <coughs> well, it, we are we are less than thirty days away from uh, the midterm elections, Matt.
2: Yes, we are. In fact, Jay, yeah, man, a lot um, of uh, you know, a
3: lot of big big races. Taking place across the country.
2: Oh, I know.
5: Nevada. Yeah. A lot of in pre- Arizona. Yeah. Ohio. Florida, of
3: course. Yeah.
2: You got anything Wisconsin? going down in the natural state?
3: Uh, <laughs> well, we have a guy running. You know, as I mentioned before, we we got a guy running for Congress. His name is Mahoney, but has no E in his last name.
2: Oh, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, even though I'm a Mahoney, (laughs) never trust, never get near, never let your children near a Mahoney who spells it without the E-Y. It just leaves the E out and spells it M-A-H-O-N-Y. Oh,
3: no. Right. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if maybe he's a little, uh, I don't know, not well-funded. Uh, He doesn't have any TV ads or radio ads running here Uh in the district. Uh, His Twitter game is strong. I'll give him that. I'm not really sure that that's enough to carry him over. You know, the threshold, getting quite enough votes. But
2: and I'm sure with and I'm sure with the name Mahoney without an E, I bet he's going door to door.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Probably back door to back door is where he's going. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my God. I think thus far this show has been pretty funny. Um, <laughs> yeah,
3: but you know, Matt, the uh, really the big one. Uh, the, you know, one of the one of the biggest ones is the uh, the Ohio. Gubernatorial race
2: Yes it is J-Man And ladies
3: And know, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio a Very important state In terms of uh, you know National politics
0: mm-hmm.
3: a, You know Regionally dominant state And uh, yeah. Control of the state house Is important For both parties Sometimes those parties don't put the people first. And it's no, necessary. It makes it necessary for an independent voice. Someone who isn't beholden to party politics. That's right. To run an insurgent campaign.
2: And ladies for the and ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna place a phone call right now to an insurgent Campaigner and candidate for Ohio Governor, one Miss Renee Turner.
6: Hello, Renee speaking.
2: Hello, Renee. It's Matt and Jay with IWS Radio. How are you doing?
6: I'm um, good. How about yourself?
2: Good.
3: Wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today.
6: Well, I'm yeah. excited to do this.
3: You, you sound
2: like it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, I literally, I'm making uh, chili. It's a nice, cool day, so I'm making some chili oh, and getting uh, ready to go do some okay. running with my grandbabies. So throw this in the mix today. For this interview, so we do need oh, to get some nice. questions answered for people or anything that needs um as we all know, this is a long, tedious process, but we're getting through it
2: all right well, Renee, as um people are listening, why don't you uh tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're running for governor of Ohio?
6: Well, um, I am a daughter, a sister, a mother, a grandmother, entrepreneur, business owner. I had gone to the Statehouse. I was born and raised in Springfield, Ohio.
0: Yay. Springfield at
6: one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. Springfield was and actually. Mike Ohio, DeWine.
2: Ladies and gentlemen.
6: Yeah, and Mike DeWine was born in this city as well. Yeah. Um, I know. yeah. But I seem to care about it more than him, apparently. Right. It was once a um, known for its um, manufacturing. We were the largest manufacturing town in the nation. And then several years later, it, in 2012, we were the saddest town in the nation. So when you go from the greatest manufacturing town in the nation to the saddest town in the nation within a 20-year span, Uh, There's a lot of bad things coming And there's nothing been in the way to stop It from continuing to get bad So now we're rated number one In the state of Ohio For the opioid addiction And our crime rate for the whole state Springfield is the worst So I actually went to the state house To get involved in the cannabis industry To help bring it To my community To help rebuild my community Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be several Skilled level jobs training facilities more doctors research and development labs all i mean this it's an overabundance amount of quality skilled level paying jobs again so i went to the state house to try and bring that back to my hometown and i wasn't paid to do it i wasn't working for anyone the city manager the mayor no one from springfield was at the state house helping this to make this happen i was there so um got involved in writing that and then through all that whole process as everybody's been seeing that you're not even really seeing what's the true things that are going on because fake media is definitely covering up a lot of stuff so that is what uh once it got into the court system i that's when i decided i wanted to run for governor because in order for ohioans to be protected in this industry and apparently a lot of the other industries that we did not know about because I wasn't up there seeing what was truly going on at the state house. our state house is actually an auction house; it literally goes to the highest bidder um, and it's it's sad, very sad, but very very true and um so you got the good old boys club that runs that, and you literally um I see it in Springfield at a smaller level, so I was already used to what to look for for the good old boys club uh, that look out for themselves and their friends and not the actual community, but they're in a position where they should be looking after the community and they're being paid to look after their community. Um, It was on a hundred times square when you go up to that level. So after seeing all that and then going through the court system, helping trying to make Ohioans be the only ones to own the licenses and be the only ones to work in the industry for medical marijuana. We're the 25th state that got it approved. Of what we did it through a bill. The other states, you have to be a tax-paying resident at those states in order to put an application. So you can't go to Michigan and put in an application because you don't live there. You haven't been living there for five years and paying tax there. Same thing for Ohio. They're all like that. But Ohio sold us out. Our governing entities sold us out and sold the licenses to out-of-state companies therefore those out-of-state companies are bringing out-of-state workers with them as well they're not going to be hiring from ohio so Hmm. there just went 20,000 skilled level jobs to out-of-state people so when dewine and cordray say oh we're going to bring jobs well this is their main thing they're focusing on but they're going to bring jobs but they're not telling you they're already filled with people that aren't even from ohio So it's one of those, well, we'll tell you what you want to hear, but we're not going to tell you what we're really doing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm, that's why, that is what provoked me to run for governor because I've seen that they do not take care of our Ohioans. And my platform is of course the medical marijuana, but it's the veterans. There will not be a homeless or hungry veteran in the state of Ohio. Um, we will not be an amnesty state. Will, well, let me,
2: we, well, let me stop you there. How would you accomplish that? I'm
6: good We are, did you guys, Did you know we're an amnesty state? Ohio is an amnesty state. None of us voted for it. We didn't get the option to. DeWine and Cordray and all the other ones got to decide whether we were going to be an amnesty state. So amnesty state means that we harbor illegal immigrants here in Ohio. So that's why you're seeing more numbers of illegal immigrants living here and you wonder, wow, how did they get here? Well, they're being bussed here by the busloads and we are paying for them. So they go to, they get it out of our social security. We pay for their um, home, their food, their kids, their clothing, we pay everything, they pay nothing. So if we can do that for illegal immigrants, that's going to stop. All that money will go to our veterans. We should be taking care of our veterans instead of illegal immigrants. And I'm that's sure another thing. Uh,
2: how are we an amnesty state? Where did that come from? Because I'm not sure about that.
6: Well, look it up and then call me when you, after you find it. It's in there. Just like when um, – oh, oh, DeWine and in the primary, when DeWine and Mary Taylor, Mary Taylor put it in one of her commercials about DeWine okay. voting yes for Ohio to be an amnesty state. I see, sure. a lot of people don't know what is really truly going on, what are what are being done to Ohioans because of the decisions that are being made at the statehouse level. We're, we yeah, have I, no idea.
2: Wouldn't that have to go, go through the House and the Senate, and, and not just through the AGs?
6: It went through the House. It went through that all the proper it. procedures, but it never went through. It should have been put on a ballot.
2: Well, if it went through, was it ever signed by the governor, by Kasich?
6: Um, that you would have to check into. I know it is. It, it would. I would think it would have to be, but... Um, I know that it was voted on, and we are an amnesty state, so he may have signed it. And I would think that would be part of the process, too, that he would have to.
3: In any yes. event, both Corddry and DeWine apparently support this. Yeah. So even if it wasn't currently law, they would be, will, be willing to sign it if it did come to their desk.
6: Yes, but it is, it's already in play. It's been in play for a couple of years, actually, already. So we just, this is this is just one of the many things that's being done at the state house that is, that are costing Ohioans. this is why our taxes keep going up. These are reasons why our, because we're taking care of people. So we're taking care of people that should be in their own country, taking care of themselves there. We need to take care of our people. Bottom line. We need to take care of our veterans. We need to take care of our, Children that have been left behind due to opioid addiction that they've lost their parents to. These are things that we need to take care of, and we're so overabundant with it, we don't need to add in entities that shouldn't be added in. So we're leaving our people behind. We're leaving the high ones behind. And um, I'm I'm not going to tolerate that.
2: I'm glad you brought up opioid addiction. So uh, what would... uh (laughs) Renee Murnahan Turner administration. You can just say Renee Either.
6: Turner. It's easier for the.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, just
6: say Renee <laughs> Turner. Um, well, the. What. <laughs> what um, for the opioid crisis, I would go after. See, the Ohio Board of Pharmacy, which is governed by our state representatives right now, is a state entity. Every prescription that was ever filled went through our Ohio Board of Pharmacy. So all those prescriptions of opioids were documented through Ohio Board of Pharmacy. Oh, I'm trying to talk, I'm just trying to get it all in because yeah, I always have fine, such a sword around But they, they know every patient and every amount of pill that that patient got, they know all the doctors that gave those prescriptions. Doctors get kickbacks from those opioids when they, oh, they yeah. literally get a check. Every three months, a doctor will get a check delivered to their office, and they have to sign for it personally. Even their nurses are not allowed to sign for that letter or that uh, right. package. The doctor has to right. sign for that himself. Um, they, the Ohio Board of Pharmacy, therefore knows how much money was made from the pharmaceutical companies from the opioids. So, what I want to do, Mike Dewine filed five lawsuits against. <clears throat> five different pharmacy or pharmaceutical companies. Well, he gave them a hall pass because the amount of money that they supposedly awarded and here's another thing about that. It was supposed to be up over the $500 million range. Where's that money at? Where I mean, five how do you, 500 million dollars within the last 2 years that he's supposedly gotten from them? Where is it? That money should be going straight to facilities to help opioid addiction patients to get off of the opioids. And but no one said anything about the money that's been gotten from the pharmaceutical companies. There should be more. That's like giving each patient a nickel for the amount of money that they actually made off the off of the opioids. The pharmaceutical companies made trillions of dollars. So the little bit that they each one of them paid maybe uh, $10 million. They that's not nothing to them. That's literally a hall pass for them. So we need no, to I'm reiterate sure. and go back. Go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, so we need to – I'm going to revisit that. We're going to go back <clears throat> and I'm um, going to have all that investigated, see where that money went, if there was any money actually truly given in that lawsuit, and make sure that it goes directly to all the opioid people that have been Affected by it. But now we have a decade of children that are being left behind due to the addiction. So we need to put make the pharmaceutical companies clean all that up. They need they need to be 100 percent responsible for all of that. Um, Yeah, even all the way to even because they've been doing it for decades. They have been this opioid thing's been going on for decades. It's just gone so out of control that the next generation of people are automatically already, they're born addicted. And when they grow up, they start smoking. I mean, it's just because they're addicted. That's their personality. And then they're predators. Um, Cigarette companies and um, pharmaceutical companies, they predatorize those children that were born with already an addictive issue. So it's all just one big wheel that just keeps getting bigger and stronger like that hurricane that just came through and it got stronger and stronger and stronger and bigger. That's exactly what the opio or the pharmaceutical companies do. They just get bigger and longer and stronger. So, mm-hmm. um, I th- I'm definitely going to hold them accountable. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And, but I want to also be able to put into place, um, not only a safe haven for these little babies that are being left behind because they need to have beds, clean clothes, food, diapers. I mean, they need everything. They literally, you're you're being handed a child that has nowhere to go. You have no place to put them, and they have nothing but their clothes they have on at the time. So we need to really start advocating for the, the children and the kids that, um, are affected by this addiction issue, mm-hmm. but, and focus on the getting the parents that are get them off and be able to get, um, so they can get a job. So actually have them put, have them be able to be trained to get a job. So I think the, that should be part of the program that some of the money goes to is to train those parents, or people so that they can feel more confident about going and getting a job. Yes, they were an addict. Okay, we get you past that, and then we get you job training so that you can continue on a good path Because instead of sliding back. Because a lot of people, if they don't have something good that they feel like they can go do, like get a job and take care of their families, they get depressed, and then boom, they're back on the drugs. So we need to put something right. in place to keep them off of it and keep them on a positive pathway. And, okay, and,
2: and I appreciate you saying this because it brings <clears throat> up um, a contentious issue that is, will be on the ballot in November in Ohio, and that's Issue One, which Cordray I've is seen in that. favor of, and Dewine is not, and that's the uh, release of non nonviolent drug offenders with the focus on well,
6: here's, treatment. Y- Right. And um, Right. And I agree with that only to the point of, and this is why you should have more than two people being heard out there. This is exactly why they don't want people to know that I'm out here. I think I want to give everyone that's got a nonviolent, a medical, a marijuana violation. I think the ones that have done the heroin and the other kinds of things, those are more severe. Um, those put out, those can actually kill people. I mean, that's, and the meth and all the, those other things are a stronger portion of it. But I think, um, definitely if they have a marijuana, uh, conviction, then I want to give a clean slate to, if they only have one or, or their first one to help that get off their record. So they're, it's not a felony anymore. And then get them into, a program where they can start um job training as well and the thing is we need to have jobs here for them to go to too and that's oh, we don't ohio yeah so we got it's, it's a full circle so if you get someone that is getting off of something or getting out of jail because and trying to stay on a positive road you got to give them that positive road to go through so you get them the training but we got to get the jobs here so if we have 20,000 skilled level jobs in Ohio in the marijuana industry, they can actually work in that industry. Um, so we we have to open it up and keep them going positive. We have to give them something to go for. I and mean, there's other jobs and businesses that we can bring to Ohio as well um, by giving tax breaks. Um, there's so many ways to work with other companies and Ohio, Springfield specifically doesn't work with anyone. All they want are restaurants in Springfield because then they keep everybody down where they can control them. If you get the bigger companies that come in, the companies want to come in and then it starts, the politics start coming into play because they want to know where their money's going. And then they start donating, you know, to make things better for the community. And you can go to Columbus at the short north. I mean, look what it was a long time ago, and then what it became, and then now what it is. I mean, it's literally gone full circle. So Springfield could do that. There's so many other communities in in the state of Ohio that are doing this, and it's with small business owners.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, Springfield has also got the, uh, uh, the business place out on 41 and 70 that they annexed. And they've given tax breaks to a lot of people to move in there, and Springfield's not going to see any uh, payback on those tax breaks for like ten to twenty years. so and tax breaks are great to get a business here, but when do they start repaying? And who says they won't close up before you know the tax breaks
0: sunset?
6: Well, if a company is making money, they're going to stay. Um, I mean, that's a proven thing. Just like you have Amazon, they decided to go to where Indiana instead of Ohio or Springfield area. We've had we've been looked over so many times, but I just want to. I mean, I can go over and over on Springfield personal stuff, but the um, I would actually like to have trains stopping downtown again at the. Uh, Union Station downtown, but there's no reason for them to because there's nothing down there for them to come off the train and go eat lunch or do something really down there. There's not a lot down there well, to yeah. do. But
2: well, and if you, look at Cincinnati, if you look at Cincinnati, trains aren't really <laughs> too profitable.
6: Right, right. Some states, I mean, some cities won't do well by them, but it, that's why they just go through and do assessments on everything. Yeah, so but some that you got to start somewhere, but to get people in, and it's mainly a lot of small businesses, they need to start um, helping small businesses get their loans and working with them. That's uh, because the big companies they will come and then there's going to be a lot of jobs, but we have to rebuild and we can't. The infrastructure, we've got all of those things we have to do. There's, it's ohio needs to be rebuilt just like both parties the republican and the democrat party they both need to be revised they need to be brought into the current the and now i mean everything okay. yeah everything is so uh i mean well, and i'm not i'm not running a negative campaign so i'm not bashing i just think that i from what i've seen and what everybody's seen i mean who lives here in ohio we all live here what was it like 10 years ago. What was it like 20 years ago? I'm 52. So, I've seen it go through 5 decades and it was good when I was younger and then I literally watched it fall apart. So, yes, now, I'm,
2: I'm, yeah, I'm 53 and in the 1970 we had a population of 81,000. And it's nowhere close per- to that. <laughs>
6: You're right. You're absolutely right. So there, but there are things that can be done. That's the thing. And they, the people that are up there at the state house that can make these decisions and the people that are in, I would hold the community like the city managers and the mayors, I would be going to all of their, um, at least once a year I would attend one of their commission meetings because I would want to know what's going on in those communities individually to make, to stay on top of, make sure that the, people that live in those communities aren't being taken advantage of. Like in Dayton they had the um DPNL or was raising their one of their utilities. Well, you got people that are on fixed income that if you raise their utilities, they're going to have to take it out of something else like their food. So they will start I literally saw a woman at the grocery store and she was putting in a lot of cat food in her in her cart and I said, wow, you have a lot of cats, and she says, no, I don't have any, and I said, why are you buying all that cat food, and she says, well, I'm on a budget, and I've got, and then, so she's eating the cat food. I just, I just, my heart just broke. I just thought, oh my gosh, but people have to do things to survive, and that was, and
5: And I'll tell you what, and uh, I
6: just, it just broke my heart, and I'm like, this is crazy, and then you have, when you have, illegal immigrants coming in and they get everything. I mean, they, and our veterans aren't being taken care of. Our people aren't being taken care of. you got people that aren't from here. They're, they're first on the poll as far as they get everything. And that irritates me like you have no idea. So that is another reason. There's so many reasons. It just all came to a head once I went to the state house, saw how things were done and people, there were things that was, they were talking about that I didn't know had happened. So, the rest of Ohio had no idea that it had happened. So these are things being done right under our noses, but we're the ones being affected by it. So I know,
2: and the and the power companies, every rate increase they want is is, is public is stamped by the uh, public utilities commission. And Renee J Man wants to chime in with a question. So go ahead, J Man.
3: Well, I wanted to follow up on you talking uh, discussing the. uh, illegal immigrants, you said they're being bussed in. Who is it who is bussing them in? Dole in
6: Springfield Uh, was bussing them in. and with Manufacturing companies
3: mostly,
0: right?
6: Yes, and nurseries. They get a temporary... Yeah, and they've been... Dole's been here for probably 20 years now, and they've been doing it since way back then, but what they were doing was they were giving them temporary work permits so they were only supposed to be able to come here and work for so many months and then get bused back over and then the next group comes in well they would bus them over the people would work for a few days or even a few weeks that get enough money and then they would just disappear they never went back they went elsewhere none of them ever went back across what would you do about
3: these big companies that are busing people in that I mean the law really doesn't deal with I would they stop it do mu- they don't do much
6: I would eliminate no. it by no. putting a putting a bill into play that they never asked to do it in the first place so I want to see how it would be legal in the first place but I could eliminate that if there's a bill in place I would veto it restructured where they can't do it because there's plenty of people that's exactly is what I was talking about these jobs that are already here but are being taken up by people, illegal immigrants, these jobs can actually be taken up by the people that are coming off of opioid addiction. These are the kind of jobs they can get. I mean, they're good-paying jobs. So that's another way that we can put in that structure for people once they go through a job training or get out of their addiction issues go through job training and then start putting them through programs like through dole, instead of them using illegal immigrants, they can use these people that have gone through this cycle to keep them on a positive path. (laughs) It's it's not, I mean, it's really not that, that difficult to do. It's just the wrong things have been being done to us for so long and it's finally caught up and it's, each year, it actually the multiplication of it goes bigger and bigger, and the numbers get bigger and bigger. And then you see our numbers of addiction and other issues getting bigger and bigger because there's no jobs, there's nothing for people to look forward to, and they're they could they're the generation that the opioid crisis started in, but now we're seeing that you don't really see something until it's affected you personally or affected your family or affected one of your friends because before everybody thought, oh, that's not that big of a deal. You didn't hear about opioid addiction and those kinds of things because they were out there, but everybody thought, huh? That's
2: those other, that's those other Yeah, that's that's exactly
6: what everybody said. Oh, we won't be affected by that. That's them. Let them go through that. You know, weed out the trash is what kind of people would be the, it's it's not the case at all so that and people had that kind of state of mind um shame on them <laughs> so but unfortunately we did have that and now it's to where everyone's affected i don't care how much money you have who you are everyone is affected now people it's not to a point of no return but we need to definitely make some huge punches to the throat to this to get it on the right path and get it done, and I'm I'm definitely going to step up and do that. All
0: right,
3: I would so like, to, I'd like to go in a, Oh,
0: go, go ahead, ahead. If I
3: could, because I want to kind of go oh, in a go. different direction from from that. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. I'm I'm still trying to get over a cold. Oh, okay. I
2: but, think I'm starting uh, to get one. So yeah. Oh, you, way to you go, go. j man! You, you just were, gave uh, uh, Governor Renee a know, cold. I know. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'm not in the studio. I'm at home, so I'm good. <laughs> That's why I'm making uh, okay. chili today Thank for you. dinner.
0: Uh,
3: earlier this year, you were uh, you were not allowed to participate in the gubernatorial debate. You were frozen yes. out of that. I wanted to ask you about, there are a lot of people who are kind of frozen out of the whole political system through uh, voter suppression and through... Uh, gerrymandering, and I wonder, what will you do to ensure that everybody who is eligible to vote, every citizen who is eligible to vote, actually gets that opportunity to vote? Would you vote, would you support say, uh, uh, automatic voter registration when people turn 18? Do you support extended uh, early voting, and then voting hours?
6: I would locations? definitely extend the the voting hours, um, the automatic voting, I some—I wouldn't support that because at that point they're already doing this now. People that have passed away, some of the, of course, the secu- um, Secretary of State has all these people that have passed away, but they're still registered to vote. So there are actually people are registering to vote under that person, under that deceased person's name. So if you do an automatic where when they graduate, they're automatically registered, but they never go vote, someone will go and put a vote in for them. And they have no idea that it's even been done. So the automatic voting, no. And when people die, it should be void at that time. Their vote should be. And that's one of the things they're having problems with right now. And they've had problems with it because that's how a lot of people have won that shouldn't have won because they use deceased people's votes to sway that direction um, not, and that's why it, and there's a that. problem yeah yes it is and the Secretary of State <laughs> is actually going to be changing that the Secretary of State is going to be changing that after this election is what has been put into play at this point so if someone dies then at that point their registration is eliminated Okay, well, the, that's you fine. mentioned earlier, if we the die
2: place. and they eliminate them, that's fine. <clears throat> it's not going to allow anyone to vote under their name.
6: Right. You know, all you need to go vote when you go in and vote is just put your last four digits of your social security number or your driver's license. You don't have to show a picture ID to show that that's who you are. Those are the only two things you need. And when someone dies, and being that someone does have their information, all they have to do is put in, and even on the absentee ballot thing, all you got to do is put in their driver's license number or that's, the last four digits of their social security number. That's, I don't think
3: that's a situation true. of people passing away. I'm talking about registering people to vote. I'm talking about making it easier for people to vote to and easier for them yeah. to register, people who are, are eligible to vote.
6: Well, I think in high school, all the seniors should be, that should be one of they should have a, Someone come and talk to the classes, just like they do for the military. They have military representation at the high schools to see get people into the military. They should also have people there showing people how to vote and say, okay, this is what it's about. This gives you the right to, to go vote and get registered and make your voice be heard. So I think there should be something put into the high school classes just for like one instance to let them know that that's what it is about. Because they didn't do it at my kids' school, and I, I had them get registered, even though, you know, right. the school didn't do that. But I think – and I thought that was weird. And they only teach cursive in schools anymore, and that needs to come back. But anyhow, <laughs> um, yeah. um, So, yeah, I think they definitely need to educate the kids more in, in high school. and just And then that way they can – they'll be excited about probably voting. And then they might look more into – what's going on and start paying attention to politics because that's what we need we need more people to instead of just wanting to go out and raise heck and protest things actually get involved and do things learn what you're trying to do your research is basically all it is and then that way when you go vote you feel confident in what you're doing you know the reasons why you're doing those so High school, I think they do need to definitely implement uh, at least an informational visit for the seniors to let them know and give them a chance to get um, registered at that time. Go ahead, next question.
2: (laughs) I've got one last one. Uh, Now, Mike DeWine has opposed the expansion of Medicaid in the state of Ohio. How do you feel about that?
6: Uh, I think that if we can give free insurance to immigrants, we can give insurance to people that have pre existing issues okay um mm-hmm. if it's no I mean that's the simplest way I can put it to where people will a lot of people will understand without going into more detail um there's too many people that do have things that have that's gone on in their life that pre existing, that's the whole issue of all of this and I I do not I think that insurance should cover even if it's pre existing. And um there yeah. yeah, and then I also want to change the Social Security number and here's how or not number the ages for people to be able to get Social Security back down to 62 maybe even 60 because that will also help with the insurance because insurance then those um people that are eligible for social security then their insurance changes over so if they have a pre-existing issue is that insurance not going to cover it yes it does and it will it should but that is what and then you're off that other program and then that allows that program to not be as bogged down but um it insurance companies are not losing money. So, and people are hurt. They do have pre-existing issues and it still needs to be taken care of because one way or another, people are still going to need the care. So this is their way of trying to say, okay, let's throw this big bill onto the taxpayers because if you, if they don't have, if they can't get insurance coverage, they're still going to be getting care or they're going to die, which is, that is also, I think, another issue that can pop up out of this as well because someone's got to be responsible for not helping um Ohioans. So but um the insurance issue, yes, it's uh pre existing should be allowable. All
2: right. All right. Well let me do this right now real And we quick. were talking about
6: uh, the um oh okay. go ahead.
2: No, you go ahead.
6: No, you're fine. <laughs> I've got there's a lot of things I can talk about. So just I wanted to stick with points that you guys have.
2: Well, I was just going to say, uh, "Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking with Renee Turner, gubernatorial candidate for the state of Ohio." And let me give you some dates.
6: And you can early go in, to Ohio Strong on Facebook.
2: Yeah, I'm talking, Renee.
6: (laughs) Okay, I got (laughs) you.
2: I'm just trying to help you out, and you're dissing me. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Early in-person voting hours for October are October 10th through 12th, 15th through 19th, 22th through 26th, October 27th, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., October 29th through 31st. 8 to 7 uh the deadline to request an absentee ballot is at noon on November 3rd and you must mail in your ballot postmarked by November 5th and the general election is on November 6th so
0: mm-hmm. early
2: voting's <laughs> begun and um you got most of them all up to there. do it and yeah. Ra- oh
0: vote early Renee. vote early
2: Yes. Renee, Jay and I have discussed this question because, you know, as you as a writing candidate, they have to spell your name correctly. So, how do you spell your first name?
6: R E N E A. Yeah, you, you can go
2: superfluous on. Superfluous A on yeah. the end. Don't.
6: Yes. If you if you follow um, Ohio Strong, Renee Turner for governor, I actually have my card there and it says everything you need to do when you go to the voter there to it vote. Goes. It has that you fill in the little dot where it says write in and then it's got my name written right I on. So if you go to that Facebook page, you can see the card right there and it says it. Um, but I actually I took my son's. We went to vote the first day it was open and to vote early. And I had, and I asked for a write-in candidates list and they didn't have one. They're just looking around and they're like, well, I know we have. And I said, were you guys trained to do uh-huh. this part of it? Because I know they have their training, but I said, do you guys know there's write-in candidates? And the one lady says, well, yeah, I do. And I said, do you have the list for the write-in candidates? And she said, yeah. so they had to call the office and have them send them some. So I said, so you guys have been taking early votes all day today. How many votes just at this one location? I said, how many voters came in today? And they said, like, 171. And I said, so since I'm the only one that's gotten a right in candidate list, all those other people didn't have the option to get that list. So, and that's why I wanted to get out and vote the very first day so I could see how they have it structured. Well... They make it to where it's literally impossible mm-hmm. for a write-in to get it, even at every everything they can. But it's so important for Ohioans um, to to make this happen. And oh yeah, I, and, and I appreciate.
2: Poll- yeah, I've worked as a poll worker, and it, my first time the training lasted 45 minutes, and they didn't cover anything like that.
6: Yeah. Well they say the whole system is literally set up to where a right in candidate cannot win. Because oh, even the, to become a right in candidate parties. is so hard. Yeah, always the two parties and um so that's why getting it out and that's why I've done I've done radio shows and I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm going to these debates. That that debate legally they violated my first amendment right and I literally have uh, the law on my side, but they specifically said they would rather pay lawsuit than because it, it would be done after the election because they want their people elected that bad that they're willing to violate my rights to make that happen, and well, they're violating Ohioans' rights because Ohioans don't know that they have another option, and these questions that our Ohioans were asking at these debates. I had every right to answer those. I had every right to be up there with the other two. The other two know that I'm running for governor as well. I mean, I hand, I let them know personally. So, uh, and they've known for months. So they've already strategized how to keep me out of things and keep doing these things and keep violating my rights and keep pushing me aside. And I keep fighting back. So I'm well, not going to stop.
2: Yeah, well, and it was actually a private firm that put on the uh, debate. And they also blocked the uh, Libertarian and Green Party candidates.
6: Yes, they did. Not religious. Yep. And Nothing it was not outrageous. a private party that did the debate. And no, those weren't. No, whenever there are um, debates, it is for just like when you're in high school. You had all the people that was going for all of them were up there, no matter who they were. They all got to answer questions from the students. Same thing. Ohioans are asking these questions of the candidates, period. Doesn't matter if they're a Right in, a libertarian, green party. Every one of us should have been up there. Every single one of us. And to make it only an hour long, they did that on purpose, too, because they only wanted those two. But all the way around, they structured it so that all of us other ones had literally no visibility to Ohioans because we are better candidates. And that's why they're not going to let voices be heard and us to be able to afford us that option to answer Ohioans' questions, which we right. completely have. And I'm actually going to do a live uh, feed on my Facebook, my Ohio Strong, and I'm going to answer all the questions that they answered. So I wrote down the questions that they were asked, and then I'm going to do a live stream of answering those questions for Ohioans how I would do them um and them two are too busy bashing which they everything you hear that is going on between all of the politics and all these commercials are true so why do we want to keep hiring or keep having people that are tearing the state apart and they're corrupt politicians well we don't and but nobody people don't know they have a better option so oh uh, it's this is going to be even after the election's over it's not over trust me it is way well, from settle being over would
2: you, would you settle down?
6: <laughs> <laughs> no i'm that. i'm fighting for ohio and <laughs> dig on it i got a, I i got a lot to do i'm fighting for my children my grandchildren your children your grandchildren every everyone in ohio i mean this is i'm passionate about it and i'm it, that's why I do get excited. So, <laughs> but I'd rather have someone that's excited and passionate. But you know what? The reason I'm excited and passionate about it is because I know I can do this for Ohioans. I know right. I can revise Ohio.
2: All right. Well, okay. we've got to wind okay. this show down. So, Renee.
6: Okay. <laughs>
2: give us all your give, give everyone your contact information, your website, your Facebook, and in about a minute, tell us why we should vote for you.
6: Okay, you can follow on Facebook and Twitter, Ohio Strong, Renee Turner for governor. Um, you should vote for me because I am an Ohioan. I'm fighting for Ohioans. I am not a paid politician I, that is being told what to do, and then once they get up in that office, they owe those people their favors that they paid for. I owe Ohioans. I don't owe anybody else but Ohioans, and I will work for Ohioans only. So that's why you should vote for me, and I'll protect us. I'll do everything I can to make this happen. So I appreciate everyone that does vote for me, and don't be surprised. (laughs) every, Every single vote matters to me. It does.
2: Very good. All right, then. You got anything else, Damon? Excellent.
6: No,
3: I'm, I'm, I'm ready to vote. I'm fired up. <laughs>
2: well, it's R-E-N-E-A. In in
6: He's
2: going to write you in in Arkansas, Renee. Yeah, That's you're
6: fine. You're going to vote in Arkansas. <laughs> you never know. You may be voting for me to be president someday. There That's you
2: go. Right. Uh, yep. Well, Renee, Renee Turner, you have been an awesome guest.
6: Thank you. I have to fix my own state first before I decide to go any further. But yes, <laughs> thank you guys. And if you, everything was great. I appreciate you so much. And if you guys have any other questions well, before the actual election, feel free to get a hold of me. I will answer them.
2: All right. Okay.
6: Thank well, you so for much. On. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Uh,
2: you too, Renee. Uh
6: huh. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
2: Bye. That was wonderful. Yeah, that was pretty good.
3: Yeah. And you picked up Jamie's line.
2: Huh?
0: No. I, oh, did I? No, I got I it. I to
2: just. I muted her. Okay, I meant yeah. just to cut off. Um,
0: <coughs> name
3: Yeah. That the school board, the studio board jumps. Sometimes somebody
2: I know it does. I hate anyway.
3: that. <laughs> All right then. There we go. And if Mike DeWine or Richard Cordry would like to come on the show, uh huh. I, I guess they're invited. But uh we're not voting for them. We're voting for Renee. <laughs> All right.
2: Thank you. It's pretty good. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, she's she's been working on these issues, obviously. Mm -hmm. (coughs) All right, then. (coughs) We both get a little choked up here. Well, you know, it, it always makes you feel good to see. People are so involved in the process, passionate about their Positions, and uh, let's uh, let's 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 get him out of here with a little music, and then we'll uh, say our goodbyes. What do you say, Matt?
0: Okay.
3: All right, then. <clears throat> you know, one of the great things about being American is that we're free. We're free to make our own decisions. We actually get to vote for our leaders. We have freedom of choice, and that's exactly what Ohio's own. Sure. The Akron, Ohio's own Devo, is telling us in this song called Freedom of Choice.
0: The old Devo. Oh,
2: yeah. Rock and roll Hall of Fame candidate of 2019.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: From the rubber capital of the world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Home of
2: the Goodyear Blimp. Oh, yeah. should be in the rock rock and roll all the same. They were kind of different. Because yeah. it's not just about being a good, good band, system. it's about changing music, you know, changing stuff.
0: Yeah. All right then. All right. <clears throat> we'll,
3: uh, we'll be back next week with something something great. Something um, awesome. Something
0: great. Oh sure. sure.
1: Well,
3: and uh we want to thank Renee much. Turner for
1: calling oh, in awesome. or
3: for yeah. being on the show. I wish her the <coughs> excuse me, best of luck. You know, maybe she should run for uh, mayor of uh, Bagline someday.
2: Well now we have Doctor Zayas who has been in uh oh,
3: mayoral exactly. power. That's what for I'm saying.
2: 8,000 years, so I don't
3: yeah, think I could it, have. It, it might be time for a change. People might oh be God. ready.
2: Not that it makes a big difference. The mayor's kind of powerless <laughs> here, all run by the city <laughs> manager. <laughs> so,
3: yeah. Okay, then. All right. We'll, uh, no. we'll see everybody next week another thrilling edition of IWS Radio.
2: And maybe we'll hear Bobby Kraft next week.
3: We might.
0: Just never know. All right. Yeah. All right. Have a good day,
2: man. Everyone, thanks for listening. Bye.
0: Bye.